You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Andrea, and today the role of Caleb Coy will be played by the Walt Disney World E-Trade Super Bowl 34 halftime show. <laughs> That's the one featuring Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, Phil Collins, Tony Braxton, and more importantly, narrated by Edward James Altmos. That was flawlessly executed. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I bring up the Super Bowl before anything else because this is apparently Super Bowl Sunday, and we have um, a, a guest here whose schedule reasonably, understandably so, line on making sure that they get to uh, watch the Super Bowl. And I want to um, honor honor that. <laughs> yes, we have a guest today. And I'm so excited. Uh, listeners, if you've been following Left of the Dial for a little while, um, you're no stranger to Riverby. Caleb, you and Kitsy, you covered Smart Mouth in October That's 2020. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and not to get sentimental, but Riverby was kind enough to play our first Left of the Dial live session. Oh, shit, that's right. That was the first one. <laughs> Do you know when we recorded that? Was that February like 2021? 13th. February like 13th. Whoa, that was a year ago, a year ago. today. <laughs> a year to wow. the day. Isn't that amazing? <gasps> that yeah. is so fucking and wild. And totally happenstance. Like, we did not plan that at all. Yeah. It's been a year. Oh. It's been a year. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. Um, exactly one year ago. So, yeah, I mean, that's just a, a coincidence. So we asked you if you wanted to be a guest um, on the podcast today for two reasons, really. You've got a new album. We are, I have not been more pumped for somebody to have a new album um, than, than Absolution in a long time. And because you've got a gig coming up, I'm excited to tell everyone about, but we'll, we'll get to that. So <laughs> all that to say, everybody, welcome. Hi, hello, August from Riverby. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you for having me. Very excited. Uh, I was telling Andrea before we, we started, like, we have talked about River Bay. Uh, River Bay has performed for Left the Dial Live. We've had some, uh, some of the, the rotating cast of characters from the band on the show for other things. Uh, but we have never had you on. I've never gotten the chance to meet you. So I'm so excited that you're here. 
It's like Wizard of Oz. I'm just the guy behind the curtain, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Well, here you are, though. Um, we asked you, so... Usually we cover an artist's, um, like, whatever album they have most, like, recent to come out. But we're trying to switch some things up and get people listening to some different stuff. And so you've brought up a little playlist of, of six or seven songs that I'm, I'm so pumped for people to hear. Yes. I think eclectic is probably the best word. But the first song they heard coming in was the first single off your new album, Absolution, uh, Baseless. You want to talk to us about Baseless a little bit? Sure. Baseless is uh, sure, sure is a song. I um, <laughs> uh, didn't actually think it was going to be on the album because every single time I kept trying to write it, it was just, it was bad. It was just bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, it didn't start getting good until I called my friend Ash from Pink Shift, actually. And I was like, can you please make this so good? I'm begging you. <laughs> and we had like a three-hour FaceTime call just like restructuring this song. I should probably give them some royalties for it, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. Don't, don't um, put that on record. Don't yeah. put that on record. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's on the record. You can do that. I don't care. <laughs> That'll come into play when we start making money. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big song. Um, definitely didn't know it was even going to be a single, let alone the single that we lead into the album with. Uh, I was very nervous about this song because it's, um, I usually write from a place of like, I don't know, expected emotion if that makes sense like of course i write a song that's like ah this man ripped my heart out like of course i write a song like Mm -hmm. who am i things like that but it's very um i write a lot of songs about fiction actually so this was kind of the first real song about like something that happened in my life like that that i put out there so it didn't even matter whether the response was good or bad the fact that there was one really freaked me out (laughs) yeah because it's just like real yeah um but yeah, it's uh, it's basically um, I love rock and roll with the weirdest riffs in between. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so I I I asked Andrea bef- before this. I was like, do do you hear this? When I hear this song, especially <laughs> the opening riff, it's like the Toadies covering Joan Jett. <laughs> yeah, it's like there it is. That's exactly what I've been going for, and I'm saying I'm yes. saying this for years. I'm glad you finally said it. Um, <laughs> so perfect, it rips so hard. Yeah, when really... we were um, in the studio recording it before we went into the riffs, because in the studio we we recorded guitars chord by chord. We didn't do like a song at a time, like poor Tyler Scott AC, um, who I just middle named on air. So <laughs> <laughs> he like would sit there with the guitar and just play a chord and wait. And then he'd either have to play it again because it was like out of tune, which was Jim Wirt's favorite thing. You'd be like, check your tuning. That's his uh, biggest thing. I'm so excited to hear more about this. I read you said the chord by chord thing and I was... It was intense. Poor Tyler, like it would like be three and a half hours of him sitting in this chair and he would either Fuck. hear it's not good enough or it's check your tuning. And like Doug, the bassist, and I, we were like sitting there just like feeling for him like, <laughs> the amount of stress it was but before we that got to the riffs awesome. we were listening to the rhythm guitars and it was just going da 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 and i stopped and i was like are we going to get a cease and desist because i'm doing something <laughs> very familiar here and it's either britney spears or joan jett that's going to hit us with this because obviously <laughs> amazing what a boot camp though to have to just like 
That's yeah, it miserable. Was, he Tyler truly had it the worst out of all of us. Doug like <laughs> did his shit in one go. I'm, I'm not for nothing. Dan did his shit in an hour. He literally first day for drums. He started drums, and I was like, I'm gonna go pick up lunch for everyone. Left with Doug to go get sandwiches. Came back like an hour later, and Dan was just done. He did everything in, like a take, and I was like, and we were got really bold. We were like, oh yeah, oh we're doing it this fast. We're gonna be done maybe like five days, guys. <laughs> And then Absolutely Tyler not. spent and then Tyler and, the and me in the vocal booth. I spent oh, one day, no. I think, on like I spent at least four hours on one song in the vocal booth, oh. and that was a song that's not out. So, but you'll see. It's um, it's such a and I'm not. It's the only problem with you being here is that I don't want you to think I'm just doing this to kiss your ass because you're here. But it's like, <laughs> oh, I it's, love my ass being kissed, so go for <laughs> it. But then you've come to the right place. Though. I'll take you yeah. longer. <laughs> Forget the Super Bowl. It's yeah. such it's a strong Bowl. record, and those like performances are so like, cl- yeah. like clean, but without feeling like uh, I don't know what the word like like overly like slick if that makes sense i'm not i say this every week i'm not a musician so i'm just going to describe these things weird i get it like and i wonder if that's my guess then is that that has a lot to do with it of just like y'all drilling down on those songs like that well going into it because jim Ward obviously did all of like jack's mannequin Mm -hmm. he worked on fiona apple he worked on no doubt Mm -hmm. like he did all the shit um when we went in there i knew immediately because like doing it chord by chord does create that very specific calculated engineered sound Mm -hmm. that like if we messed up at some point you can just chop it up and put it whatever but i like so desperately didn't want it to sound overly produced right um Mm -hmm. just because like when you see me live like i'm yelling like i'm doing whatever (laughs) i'm ripping my vocal cords out because i don't know how to like chill out when I'm playing live <laughs> and use yeah. my 20 years of vocal experience. But I'm like, I got it. <laughs> so I didn't want any part of it to sound too perfect because when I was younger, my mom like really kind of taught me how to sing from when I was mm-hmm. a young age. And mm-hmm. she told me once she was like, never record something that you can't do live. So mm, I really smart. tried hard. Um, yeah. Smart, except we did not take that into account for guitar <laughs> solos. So, <laughs> um, but th- that was like my main goal is that I wanted to go in there and especially with like vocals and things, I wanted it to be a little raw. I wanted it to sound a little off sometimes. Like I didn't, because that's what real life is anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't like, mm-hmm. unless it's like for a reason, I don't really like things that are overly produced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, can we chill? Can we really calm down? Just. Is that okay? <laughs> I think raw is a, is, is a great descriptor too, because there is like it, there's such a like a natural intensity to it that mm-hmm. like everything sounds great, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like it like it doesn't feel like the the person behind the board was putting in the effort to make it sound great. It sounds like the band put in the effort, which yeah, yeah. from what you're describing is exactly what happened, mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah. so fucking it, it comes across. Yeah. I mean, Jim did put me through the ringer in the vocal booth, and I, like, appreciate it. Like, he changed some melody lines with me. Like, he would be on the side being like, well, what? how about this? He fought mm-hmm. me on a harmony once, <laughs> and we, like, almost got into a fight. Those are the win. best. He won, honestly, and it was, for, it was for the best. I was being a baby, and I was really tired. It was, like, one of the last days in the studio, and I was like, I really want this harmony in there. Um, and he was like, no. <laughs> That's when you just say, fuck him and do it live. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. your. No, I can't. I'm just, <laughs> unless I can like 
do that. What is that? Isn't there that like throat oh, singing where the they can like, oh, yes. yeah, <laughs> unless I start teaching myself that I, I, you're not seeing that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, so a lot of my vocal stuff, some of it was just like on the spot, like that second verse in bassless I wrote while I was singing the demo in the studio. Oh, for wow. the most part. Right. Yeah. That's, um, because it was just going to be the first verse over again, because I do love repeating a verse. Um, if oh. you haven't noticed, <laughs> I don't write bridges. I put in the first That's verse again. Funny. It's my favorite thing. Um, love it. So, yeah, a lot of it is wrong just because I was, like, making shit up on the spot. Like, I mean, Is that with uh, the, you couldn't, yeah. um, you couldn't even get me in my sleep, that line? <gasps> no, you, that, was that one was the... actually, no, we ca- that was from Jump. Tyler and I heard that, oh, one, like, we were like, doing <laughs> that line, and we were like, no, that one's going to be good. No, the second verse yeah. was just like the, remember when you said that I was crazy? Okay, that was yeah. just kind of like ad-libbed for a little bit. So. Oh, wow. That's wild. That's so yeah. wild. Yeah, I love that. I had to redo that, that part a whole bunch of times in the booth because I made it up and then I couldn't get the cadence again because it was just like off the top of my head. So I had right. to like be like, no, wait, I need to catch my breath because I, I don't know how to sing it yet because I just came up with it. Fuck it. So like, like, it's, it's so, so good so that you cool. have to do yeah, it. I was like, I had to like teach myself. It just... Oh my god! I really I feel so bad for these people because I just like made shit up, and put it on. I, there was one song on the record that I made a week before we went to Cleveland, and I was like, "This is going on it." So. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, it's sort of funny to like, yeah, well, to like hear all of that it makes so much sense for what this ended up sounding like because it is like I said, it's so it does feel really like precise and thoughtful, and but but again, not so smoothed out that it's boring. So it makes sense that like some of it was you guys just like. I keep saying boot camp, but like really like, you know, grinding sort of like out that stuff. And some of it was like, let's see what works when we get in there. That's such a fun. Yeah. There's a, speaking of harmony, there's a specific one in Birth by Sleep that I'm only mentioning now so that when we get to it, I remember um, that I want to throw back to I think I know Caleb. exactly which one it's going to be, so. <laughs> uh, I don't, don't tell me yet. I want to, I'm going to like roll oh, down not, No, bubble. I want to hear it before I say it. Um, <laughs> But it's a throwback to Caleb and I spent two hours. I made Caleb spend two hours talking to me about Fallout Boy last week. Yep. And there is a harmony in Birth by Sleep that is a great, perfect. So we'll talk. We'll get there. But so I've put, oh. I will put a pin in that. So glad you brought out Fallout Boy because I'm so excited to talk about Birth by Sleep and Fallout Boy specifically. Yes. There's, this is the best day of my yeah, life, August. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're Wonderful. actually too correct, and now I'm annoyed. Um, <laughs> I, again, like like I, I told Caleb last week, I it's my knowledge and like front to back understanding of that band is not normal or okay. So if like, this isn't, there's no like. There's no reason if I recognize something that, like, anybody should. I'm just a lunatic. No, but you're um, right this time. So <laughs> that feels great. I'm just going to isolate that audio. Um, so, yeah. So um, anything else anybody wants to um, uh, highlight, talk about, et cetera, with Baseless before we move into some other um, artists that you've brought to talk about? I feel like the the initial response uh, has been been so strong, and yeah. like I, I I loved that because I, I I found out about this release through uh, our wonderful uh, bloggers over on Left to the Dial.fm. Yes, that is a plug. Um, but I, I went and I, I watched the video, and I was just like, "Holy fuck, this song rips mm-hmm. so hard!" And uh, I specifically wanted to reference the the other band who uh, shared a, a Kirby yelling meme and how perfect <laughs> that felt as I was listening to this song. I was like, "Yeah, that's great." 
That's <laughs> literally, I was like, wow. It's, the memes that people have been coming up with for this, I'm shocked that they're already. So fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been saying for the last week or so that Kirby is the most powerful video game character of all time. So like that visual representation popping up in my Twitter feed uh, as I had been making this argument was just like, you fucking, you see? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Kirby car. Kirby ate me actually. (laughs) River Kirby. There there it is. There we go. go. Oh my God. That's so good. (laughs) <laughs> to hire someone to do some fan art of Kirby. No, yeah. no, that gets into no. Weird no, 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 just no, gonna no, say no, you no, really no. don't need to hire anybody. No. You could just say it, but then you're no. putting a kind of yeah. No, I'm you're putting a dangerous energy out to the universe. The, nah. <laughs> exactly. I don't really need whore in my fan base. I'm not trying to shame anything, but like I don't but, need that here. Yeah, right now. <laughs> there's you know there's a place for it. Y'all do you, but not here. Not right yeah, now. Not you know, not right now. You know, not in the moment. Anyway, from there, perfect. Um, How do I manage to just randomly talk about Thor on a podcast? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Okay. I mean, this is if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to be this podcast. So it's it's, going to happen here. Yes, it's fine. I respect Um, it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the transition is here because I'm happy to talk about Thor all day. I don't know that um, Victoria Vark is going to love. That oh, being no. the intro to Wyoming, but <laughs> but maybe I don't think she would. I'm so sorry, Victoria. I think you, you probably do know her better yeah. than than uh, we do. But oh, she deserves a better <laughs> intro. But this is the one I have. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Welcome to the show. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're big fans, um, or at least I am. Um, this is. Uh, Specifically, Wyoming is a pretty new single at this point. We've had the um, album for a little while, so I've had a chance to, we're working on a review um, for it. So I guess we'll be a few weeks out at this point, too. So hopefully lots of people had a chance to to hear Wyoming, at least. But um, what made you uh, put this one on your on your playlist for today? One, I just, like, love Victoria. <laughs> I think they're, they're great. Like, I um, saw Squirrel Flower, I mean, a few weeks from now. Only a while ago, on February twelfth, I saw Squirrel Flower at Philomoka, and Victoria plays bass. And every single time Squirrel Flower comes through Philly, and I'm there, I cheer for her like <laughs> Amy Poehler and Eight Girls. Um, nice. I don't know. Wyoming is just like a really sick song, and I just the music video with it. I don't know. There's such great energy to everything. I think that Victoria's like bringing to the table right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's different. Like. There's no other songs that sound like the ones that she's putting out in the best way possible. Like, I really just dig it so much. I also love that we put songs out, like, around the same time. (laughs) So every playlist that's updated, it's just, like, her and I dominating (laughs) the board right now. Um, And, I don't know, this one connected. Even though I've never been to Wyoming, and also... um, The other night, I did forget where it was on the U.S. map, and it was very embarrassing. (laughs) needs to know. (laughs) I did apparently because I didn't. It's, it's one of the vaguely square shaped ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like for the most part, I really just like I put it. I want more people to hear it. Like mm-hmm. I just want as many people to hear it as possible because I think it is like her music so special and comes from such like a unique perspective and place. Mm-hmm. And that connects with me just because like I'm kind of trying to do the same thing as well. Something like that. I don't know. I really like it, and I hope everybody else likes it too.
This is a great example of like why we started this show, and, and like I, I love how often this happens. Like I was not familiar with uh, a few of the uh, the artists on your playlist, so this is my my first introduction. Uh, and this is a great song, uh, and I also think it's a incredibly coincidental that uh, a a, um, a series of posts uh, by. Uh, by this artist it popped up in my, my feed oh. today, like talking about like, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the shittiness of people in the, the scene and like weird, creepy expectations that people have and whatnot. And uh, I, I'm not going to try to, to to quote their their words because they said it better than I We've, ever will. But just the, the, the coincidence of hearing this song and then seeing that and like getting this mm-hmm. additional context uh, was really interesting. Um, as a total aside, I've been to Iowa City and it's an adorable Quit place. Bragging. Really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Big traveler here. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't know, and maybe this is just me, maybe I should have known, but I didn't know um, that uh, Victoria grew up in Jersey. I, I think I've, I yeah. didn't think that's probably so that already. See, already there's the biggest connection because I grew up in Jersey mm-hmm. too. So it's always like, there it is. That's oh, yeah. it. I, yep. So love to see it. I just, I don't know how you yeah. move. Anyway, it's fine. Good. You know what? Everybody, <laughs> has their, everybody has their choices. It's fine. But listen, you either um, leave New Jersey or you live long enough to see yourself die in New Jersey. So <laughs> <laughs> that really is. I've made my choice. It's fine. Um, it's okay. And we're sorry. <laughs> that's that's, that's it. it. Yep. <laughs> New Jersey, colon, we're sorry. But not that sorry is the thing. No, not yeah. really. Just if anyone um, asks, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a the. I think you said like, I don't know. If, remember exactly if the word you used was was unique 
or but it's like I I really love a, a lyric that is that has such a like like specificity I guess to it that it couldn't be like written by or about or from anyone else but you still I don't know what the word I want is here either so we're just gonna walk move right past it <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I can form an impression on a, a song or, or an artist record just on the fly uh, sometimes I just need to sit mm. with it for a while and get past I really like this <laughs> and I, I haven't I haven't spent this being yeah. literally my first introduction to Victoria Park I, I haven't spent enough time to get past that other than to say like this song is very lush like when mm. the when the the chorus has come in and it just gets huge and you've got a little bit of trem in the mm-hmm. these big heavy guitars uh, and like the 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 vocals just like just kind of gently float over the top of it like a, a weightlessness to the vocals while everything else is just Boom, 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 boom. I think and that's why I like it so much, too, because that's something like every now and then, like I want to do as well. So it's lovely to see somebody else do it, like with such great execution. Yeah. Like without being like, man, I wish I did that. Like it's just so <laughs> awesome to just like be able to enjoy other people's art yeah. and like appreciate so much that knowing them, like how much they're putting into it. Just like, I'm Amy Polar Amigo. I'm just so proud. (laughs) It's funny that you chose the word lush because I have a feeling that reviews for this album are going to use words like spare and sparse. And I don't think that that's accurate because like there's something, again, I think it's about those like, like uh, Caleb, you said like the vocal kind of like floating and it's very Mm gentle. I don't like gentle either. I don't have the exact word, but but there is that. And then just like this, um, I guess, understanding of, of how the song can move and how there are moments that are really big and, and do really build. And then, but without feeling like, I just, none of it feels like contrived to me. Again, lush is the exact word that I would hold up against, um, against that. It just feels very like full, but without feeling overwhelming. And it's, it's just a really beautiful song for that reason. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought this one to us. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I think that's a thing with people too, though, when they hear albums and people expect like so much. And I think people really need to take a step back and realize that just because it's not full to the brim does not mean there's an absence of anything. Oh my God, that is such a great line. (laughs) Yes. I, I'm a writer. No. What can I say? <laughs> but like, I really feel like, like I remember, um, and it's not really connected, but like a, a Mitski song came out and somebody was like, it feels really like empty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like there's such a difference. Everybody thinks it's empty, but like something doesn't, you don't have to try to fill more space than yes, you want yeah. to. And I don't understand why people's expectations of like any artist have to be like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like but, so many songs, the emptiness is part of the point. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you're supposed to feel that as much as you feel what's there. Like you yeah. feel the lack and you feel the, the the present. It just reminds me of the last season. And okay, this is gonna be weird. Um and I'm not we love giving weird. it any points either. But the last season of Game of Thrones, everybody was pissed off about because it didn't meet mm-hmm. their own personal expectations. It didn't fulfill their wants and desires and wishes mm-hmm. and the, the relationship that they had created with the show as if they controlled it. And yeah. I feel like people 
have the same yeah. exact way with musicians and specifically musicians who are more on the internet, like Twitter right. and Instagram and everything. We have yep. such weird expectations of each other because we think we know each other on a different mm-hmm. level than we do. So when things come out and they don't sound exactly as big or as different as you wanted, some like, I've just been noticing this lately. Yeah, Sorry. yeah that like <laughs> access that wasn't there before that kind of opens up that. Yeah, that makes total sense. My touchstone for that is Lost. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but it's um, Lost had the same. <laughs> Everybody hated it. I promise mm-hmm. you. I, I believe it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's right. That like those expectations. But I think as long as the music, like this song, intentional. That's the word I wanted. It's good. And it's first like- of all, it's good. That's the. Every review could just be, it's fucking good. Let's move on. Fucking good. Uh, but, but yeah. And I, I think there's, there's absolutely something to that too. Cause I don't, I don't feel like like prior to, uh, we will very loosely say like the digital era, like specifically like the streaming music era and the era of like, and anyone can and probably should and just like is able to like create and put out music and have it heard. And so we just, it, we, we. I think we critique music in a, in a way that we wouldn't have before because yeah. we're, we're, we get so much of it now. Uh, and so I don't think anyone like 15, 20, 30, however many years ago would have said like, the, the, this song like doesn't have enough. This song is is underproduced, or it's too empty. It's too sparse. I think they would have just like, accepted. Things too like, produced. Mm-hmm. It's too noisy. But yeah, like back like, back before like 2010, it was like you get what you get. And you don't get upset. <laughs> exactly. Like fuck off. Yeah. Like, and if you, you do get you upset, can... not many people have to care because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. not reading Rolling Stone all the right. time. Right. Yeah. You can like it or you don't, and that's fine. Uh, but like it 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 was the. Uh, the artist's vision, or the producer's vision, or somebody's vision, and that's what happened. And this is this is what's what's on mm-hmm. tape, so to speak. Yeah, yeah like uh, if you yeah, want like, something to be sounds like your vision, then you do it exactly. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my feeling. <laughs> that's a pull quote right there. Um, and uh, in, the, in the interest of of segues, if someone yeah. wanted One or to, two, hear, they would. They would. <laughs> Be a good girl for you I'd do anything for you But when I come around I'm too nice, too needy Too available for you If you wanted to, you would Mm -hmm. I keep telling that to myself But when you come around I can't help but need it Too accessible for you for you. 
What's a good girl to do? August, this was a, another artist that I, I hadn't heard of until you know, getting this playlist today. Uh, uh, and I, I would love to hear uh, more about why you chose specifically the track, If He Wanted To, He Would, by In The Morning. Um, one, it's the newest one that they had put out. And two, it fucking rips. <laughs> the moment I, um, not for nothing, uh, we did, I mean, and I did uh, exchange some songs before the release. <laughs> so I did get a, a little bit of time to hear this before it dropped. Um, and the moment I heard like it start, I just was like, fuck, like this is stupid good. Mm-hmm. And it really like reminds me of like, it gives me that old like Avril vibe and that yep. like I like I wish this song had been around when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have changed me at all. I would have still been a dumb bitch. But like I really wish I could have listened <laughs> yeah, to it. Would have been a, a dumb bitch um, who was a little less like alone in that dumb bitchdom. Like I, you know, like. <laughs> And like I'm still older, and it still was like, oh shit, you're mm-hmm. right. Like, but if mm-hmm. I was like 17 and heard that, I'd be like, oh shit, you're right. And then I do some dumb shit. But like, it really it. It, it sounds so kind of nostalgic without having to be like, oh yeah, this like would fit in like Warped Tour era <laughs> shit. It just like has this really like, uh, how, how do I say it? Like it's it's full in this like kind of like chunky-ish way chunky. that... That's yes. Word, yeah, yeah it, that's, I, I mean, chunky is not a, like a great word to hear, <laughs> but it does like feel, I, I don't know. It's just, it's very relatable and vocals are like just like incredible the production if you told me that this was a band that like just came out on like sony records mm-hmm. or like some shit you know what i mean like i would absolutely mm-hmm. believe it if it was like um some what an industry plant <laughs> if you told me it was an industry plant yes. i would believe it because it sounds so good uh-huh. um and i just thought that it's fun yeah it fucks. Yeah. that's my official I, review uh-huh. <laughs> I am absolutely here for this uh, revival of like early aughts emo pop uh, that is that has been happening lately uh, because for me it is it is both uh, nostalgic but also improves upon because uh, there was a lot of like and a lot of really catchy stuff but like not anything that really like it, it like catch and release I think is probably a good metaphor for a lot of uh, a lot of pop from that era. Or like you, you listen to it and it's fun and gets stuck in your head, but like it doesn't didn't to me have a lot of staying power. But I feel like a lot of the artists now that are influenced by that but are doing their own thing, uh, kind of have something I don't know what something intangible that I feel was lacking from a lot of that. And so they're they're bringing a, a fresh perspective and an even more intense energy to a very accessible and very classic style. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I just. And I love that, like, all the shit that's coming out that sounds like that and does feel like that, not for nothing, it's just, like, not the same, like, fucking straight white dudes that were doing it before, like, and I I can't even name all the bands, like, most of them are canceled, so I wouldn't (laughs) say it anyway, Um, but it's just, like, awesome just to finally be able to get more perspectives and, like... And, like, they, they, it's not that they mean something or, like, they matter more, but, like, they're actually able to be presented in the front like mm-hmm. that. Like, we don't have to rely on those fucking dudes anymore who suck anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we also don't have to use them as a stepping stool for our, like, yes. success. Like, I remember being young and when I heard, like, Paramore and Hey Man- Monday coming up. Like, well, that might be. Um, but it was always because, like, at first they were opening for right. those dudes and, like, everything. Yep. And, and they had to, like, 
go up that mountain a little bit back in the day at least and it's really awesome right now to experience like bands like i mean they're the go-to but like pink shift who Mm -hmm. didn't have to like do any of that and just dot there like i love the concept of cutting out that fucking middleman that drives me mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Yep. And just being able to get what we want because we deserve it and we're good and we don't have to use somebody else to get it. That's it's great. I, I love that so much. Yeah. The difference between like those bands, like you, you said, like, like Paramore and, and obviously like Paramore has been kind of around and doing their own thing now, like long enough that, but yeah. put, put or Hey Monday or, or, I was going to try to think of a third. It doesn't matter. But like where exactly. Like they kind of had to be exactly like, yeah. right. You can't. And they had to be like, um, like, like ordained by, you know what I mean? To be like this, this band is okay. Like we've decided. Yeah. And so now you're all allowed to wear. Now it's just like bands like, just get out of the fucking way. Like I don't. Yep. Yeah. It's been just. So if only we could get too. Machine Gun Kelly to shut up, and then I'd probably have a great time. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Just uh, he's ruining it for the rest of us. I think <laughs> most people know that, though, right? Like, mo- right or no? If they Am did, I- yeah, I guess you're right. I think I've just done a good. Job. I don't know it, but I instinctively <laughs> feel it. So, like, I don't, I don't have to know any of the details to be like, yeah, yeah you're probably yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. I want to punch him in a stupid face. That's fine because <laughs> I can't. It is an ex- it's an extremely yeah. punchable face. It's so punchable. I googled him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> no offense or anything, but like, I forgot what no he looked like. Thanks to Machine Gun Kelly. I think it's. <laughs> but I thought he looked like a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I, I like mean that as a compliment. Yeah, there we Muppet. go. Yep, exactly. Like a Muppet that didn't even make it onto the show. Like they saw it and they were like, "No, save that for like one of the things in the dark crystal that's in the swamp." If anybody gets it's that, one of the that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the Man, I hope I never get ever big enough that he could ever possibly hear my opinion on him because I would have teenage just like in my replies being mean (laughs) let's pray for obscurity the thing is though like nothing you've said so far has been factually incorrect or inaccurate so like they can come for you but like the the truth is Mm -hmm. on your side it usually is (laughs) welcome to absolution (laughs) the truth is on my side should have been the tagline for the album fuck Yes, it should have. We'll just make sure. It's, yeah, exactly. Every article, every. Okay, so. <laughs> Next week, all of the uh, the the hot uh, young like music news blogs are going to be like indie podcast and Philly artist rich, machine trash Kelly. machine gun Kelly. I mean. I hope that's so. Cool. No so you way. listen to yeah. us. No press is bad that's press. Right. Give me that. Exactly. Give me that headline. Right. I think I can yep. handle it. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. I don't to get involved in Twitter discourse at all. I dare them actually. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna go I don't care. Yeah. Do yes, at please. me. Yeah, do. I've been on the internet since 2002. What the fuck yes. are you gonna do to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, people think that they could phase me sometimes on Twitter, and I'm just like, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through. I had a live journal. I was in the trenches <laughs> to get us here. I remember Quizilla and shit. Like, I oh don't even fuck with me. If I could survive 2010 Tumblr, I could survive you all. No, so very good. So, <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> 
That's okay. So uh, all I've been thinking about now is the next single that we're going to talk about from Absolution, which I believe will have dropped. We're in the future. Well, we're in the past, but we'll be in the future. We'll have dropped yesterday, right? The 24th? Yeah. Time is meaningless. Um, It's all fake. Birth by Sleep, which I... (laughs) I think this might be my favorite on the album, I think, I think. Oh, I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I come alive when you fall asleep. It's just a distraction. I live in your dreams. This is one of the songs that we've kind of been playing for a second, mm-hmm. too. If anyone's ever been to a Riverbee show since, I think, Porch Fest last year yeah. in 2021. Or if you caught our live stream from the John mm-hmm. Alson and um, Hit Like a Girl, Riverbee, 
Is there one more? Who am I missing? No, that okay. was it. I, that my was heart three. just stopped. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Which was such a great show. If there was a fourth Mocha. band, I feel so I, bad. I really, like, for a second, was like, oh, <laughs> no. Um, you, uh, y'all played it there, and I just remember, like, turning next to Kitsy and just being like, this song. Like, I'm so excited. It's it. Yeah, it, 100%. <laughs> Tell us about it. Um. Yeah, so funny enough, um, this song came to me. I thought I had, the, like, the, the um, track listing done mm-hmm. for the record which it changed a million times since, but like, whatever. But I thought we had it done. Everything was fine. And so I was listening um, to like my new, it was like a new play, uh, playlist or something, just my radio on Spotify. Rip, I guess, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm in the shower, I'm washing my hair and Around Your Room by Kississippi came on. And all of a sudden, like it was playing and I started like writing something else in my head for some reason. And I had to stop the shower and turn everything off. And I had to like run <laughs> and write the chorus down yes. because it just, I was like, I, if I don't do this right now, it will leave me forever. And so I wrote the chorus down, finished the thing I was doing before. Cause there was soap in my fucking <laughs> eye. Um, and then when I was done, I like went downstairs and I like, recorded like some stupid acoustic demo real quick and i sent it over to tyler and i was like tell me what you think about this i think this is going to be a song <laughs> and about i feel like it was like maybe a few hours later i think he sent me back another demo that was like more built uh-huh. up and like had some different or, like a little bit of different structure and like chords and he went this is going on the album and then we just started from there and it like i think I write songs in one of two ways or two ways, I guess either it takes me nine years, like with like tell, tell heart where I was just like kind of patchworking lyrics to make a song kind of a thing. Or I write it down in one go, like from the top to the bottom perfectly. Like I do nothing changes. It's just, and that's what happened with birth by sleep is I just immediately wrote the entire thing in a row and I went, it's done. And I knew it was going to be, we wanted it to be the first single, not for nothing, but (laughs) but i love this song truly it's my fallout boy song. i'm so glad i'm not a songwriter so i don't have to be like jealous or like i can just be impressed because that is this yeah this song is just top to bottom see caleb i want to give you a chance to talk but i also i really want to hear what um august <laughs> has to say about it being their fallout boy song so I am so happy to just listen in this conversation because <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. I will just briefly say the song is a fucking jam. It's got amazing dancey energy. And uh, I, I think this, this probably comes back to your, your vocal training in your youth. But um, I love the times that your, your voice like breaks up in that like vibrato trill at the end of a, a phrase. It, it's, it's so unique in this style of music. And I just I'm here for it. 100%. Thanks. Um, I it got called my post Malone vibrato the other night. Uh, oh um, no! <laughs> wrong. But Incorrect. You know. I think we should flip it. Post, post Malone, Malone is... is my secret brother. No, I'm convinced he is in my bloodline. My entire family is. Um, it's fine. I'm calling him Post Malone Greenberg from now on. Post I Malone, mean, if you hear be. this, Perfect. so are we then. From- <laughs> He's from from uh, my hometown area, I think, oh. if I'm not mistaken, which is not that far from y'all. So that's what I'm saying. Something <laughs> something happened. I'm gonna do some timeline shit on this. <laughs> what was the we were talking about Fallout Boy. Post Malone. <laughs> it's your oh, Fallout Boy song. <laughs> it is. It is my Fallout Boy song. It's also my um, low key Blink One Eighty Two song. Um, okay. So when I was growing up, I was like 
I, I did grow up singing like Cheryl Crow and blah, blah, blah. But I did like go to choir mm-hmm. and I like learned in middle school and high school, like how to move that shit in musical theater. But when it came to like actually gaining a voice that wasn't so like musical theater and obviously that, um, not for nothing, Patrick Stump was like the first vocalist I heard that I really like heard my voice in his i know that's like sounds ridiculous no, like it, i'm comparing myself to him. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but like first heard like from under the cork tree and all that shit the way he would lay like uh, i don't know he would do like these stops and his mm-hmm. voice that now i can mm-hmm. do but that was not a good time <laughs> i was like well, well. um oh, that was so, flawless i don't get it i know right <laughs> so this song when i was kind of um figuring out the composition of how I wanted to sing it and like the kind of vocal riffs that I wanted to do was very influenced by Patrick Stump, whether it was the, um, the chorus or the bridge ish or the ending like notes Mm -hmm. that I kind of do. It was very much on purpose to sound (laughs) like Patrick Stump because in the event he leaves fallout boy, I would like to bring myself for consideration to become the new singer. That's, I mean, I'm here for that. The thing about his, his voice and, and also yours that I think is really like, that does set, I think you both apart is that control. And I've talked about Patrick in particular, the cover that the band did for this like queen family sing along that I brought in the same episode where I brought your, the Taylor Swift cover or took my like favorite covers the last year or whatever. His like ability to move between those two different of that, like very like, careful kind of like professional singer kind of voice and then something that isn't quite so polished but being able to like slip between the two really naturally and in a way that isn't ever jarring like it just feels like using like two different tools from the same toolbox and I think this song is for for Riverby for you specifically is is an example of that too and it's something that I don't think a lot of singers do like I think singers probably again not a musician I'm they shouldn't even be but like get really comfortable with a way of singing that works for them and then they just kind of like that's the thing they do forever and and good for good for for them like that's more than I can do for sure so um but the but yeah this song so you think you know which harmony specifically I'm talking about and why it's I think I do and I want you to tell me which one it's um so it's in in the bridge uh-huh. and it's um it's a repeating lyric that um but it's different this time and it's um right at the end of oh no baby you found yourself in love with the concept again yeah you're nodding that's the the one right there it's so i'm guessing i maybe i'm assuming again because i have it's gay is not a synonym for shitty do you know that it's a fall boy b-side so it's okay if you don't i do not know that in the moment and i was like are we talking about gay as a slur right now i like tuned in i'm so sorry yeah i just adhd brain there was a record scratch and i was like that was that was absolutely like didn't know we were going to be talking about this today i don't know if you know that gay is not a synonym like no it's i was like yeah like why are we um yeah there's the i haven't i it's it's fine again i'm a crazy person but um it's a b-side and caleb you pointed it out too and i yelled because i was so excited that you i do know this song yeah sorry because it's okay it, yep, <laughs> that's my fault because it's g-i-n-a-s-f-s i always think of it as the gina sfs song so i never that's, know that's how, people, how i recognize that i didn't know there were one. actually words okay. that went with that that's what i should have said i'm so sorry yeah. i didn't know it's just for yeah anything. it stands for gay is not a synonym for shitty because they're a uh, kind good 
band who have mostly good opinions most of the time, despite what the internet thinks about oh, them. Oh, wait, aren't they doing NFTs? Oh, no, are they? Or did I dream oh, that? Please did I dream that Fall Out Boy's doing an NFT? Oh, it sounds like a, oh, that it sounds like a Pete Wentz thing, not necessarily a... F- but it also does sound like a nightmare that I would yeah. have. Oh, my. <laughs> I promise you that. You really just... My, like, I can't, I can't get, I can't, I can't find that Is out right Google now. Your friend right I now? can't, I, tr- oh, you're not even doing it. I, I mean, guess I we'll started figure it out to, later. and then I didn't, and now, can't, can't, can you, can't. you want it. somebody else to break the ice, break it for I you? I need, yeah, I need break someone else to find out first, but in that song, we don't have to do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'm ready. Um, in that song, G-I-N-A-S-F-S, G-N-A-S-F-S, gay is not a signal for shitty. Um, the, the line, it's lips pressed close to mine, true blue. And the words true blue are like that little moment is one of my favorite in any song ever. And we talked at length about that specific harmony. And the second I heard in um, Birth by Sleep, I can't believe we made it this song without talking about Kingdom Hearts. Speaking of Birth by Sleep, by the way, but I want to put that out there. Um, I see you. Is It's just such a baseball bat is the word I wanted to use. And I feel like that's a little on the nose, um, but of a harmony. Like it just like knocks you there. Ah, There you go. And it just like, it's so, it's what I said about the true blue harmony is that like, I want to bite into it. It's so good. And that's what this one sounds like to me too. Yeah. I think it's, that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's like those two harmonies that are in the bridge. Mm -hmm. Um, are What's Tyler's mean? favorite harmonies. Oh. He loves singing that first <laughs> harmony line. He loves it. Eats it up. Like, makes a real meal out of it. It's so fun. It's so good. That's, that's perfect. That, like, makes a meal because it's exactly what I want. I just want to, like, eat it. It's so good. Huh. So yeah, that was Birth by Sleep. Um, I don't know if I mentioned probably my favorite song on the new record, um, which you can hear Birth by Sleep and Baseless now today off of the upcoming album Absolution out on March 25th. Yeah. With dope cover art. Such, yeah. Oh my God, Michaela so dope. Yeah, it. yeah. We had so a whole, I think we just had a phone call where she's like, yeah, so what do you want? And I was like, okay, this is going to be really fucking weird. But it's this specific Kingdom Hearts glass stained image with these specific tarot cards done in this specific way. And, and she's like, yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. She was a great sport. She went, oh yeah, that's fucking rips. And I was like, sick. And every single time she had a question like, oh, do you like this? I'm like, yes, I'm not going to have, I think, any notes for you. You got it and we're... I, I will say everything's great please and it was and it's awesome and it's exactly what i wanted it to look like i was, I was so excited when i saw uh make his name attached to it because I, I said somewhere on the internet that like i should not have been surprised because every time some like really sick album art or something like that comes up and it's like always um Michaela's name attached to it so that's yeah crushed it so yeah i've been a fan of her stuff for like a while <laughs> and i find i was like at the end i was like Please, please stop please please do this for me. i'm begging so it was a, it was an awesome opportunity and i'm really happy and also we're friends so that's fun. perfect so okay so we're gonna take the quickest of breaks and then we'll be back in the back half of this episode to talk about the rest of august's playlist Believe 
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Andrea. Caleb is still Coy. And August is still from River... Rib, River... Riverby. 
I am from Riverby. Um, we are now going to be working with Arby's specifically for yes. our own personal Riverby yes. sandwich. Yeah. Holy shit, I that. can't believe I just came up with that on the fucking fly. You know what the problem oh. is now is that I can't edit out my terrible flub. No, I, I have it. to keep it. Yeah. No, it has to yeah. stay. I want it to stay. I'm gonna, my Arby's joke was too good for your uh, confidence to be boosted. And I'm, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm here to support your art, so I will say August is still from Riverby and also Riverby. Um, and can you tell us what song we heard coming in from the break? Um, so the song that you just listened to is hit um, July 1st, 1983 hit song, uh, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by the surreal Michael Bolton. And my I favorite want- song of all time. I am very much looking forward to you telling us about why you picked this. I just want to take a moment and say that I genuinely thought that if anyone was going to play a Michael Bolton song on this podcast, it would have been me. <laughs> and I am I am both proud of you and disappointed in myself that you beat me to it. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know what happened, but like, <laughs> I, maybe it was a tra- like a COVID trauma response or like I needed some mm-hmm. comfort thing, but like, it was like early 2021. I do remember I was a little twisted tea tipsy one night and I was going through, like I was listening to Celine Dion because of course I was, I was sad. Um, right. And it hit the radio and immediately How Am I Supposed to Live Without You by Michael Bolton came on because even though it was made in 1983, they always put it on those 1990s love compilation albums, which is disrespectful. Yeah. It's from 1983. 1980s music was good and I'm so sick of things being left anyway. That's fine. Um, it was staggeringly it. popular in the 90s. I will give them yeah. that. And good. It should be staggeringly popular <laughs> all of the time. It is a timeless and masterpiece. It is. And so it came on the radio, and I'm a little tipsy, and I was sitting there, and I was like, this is the best song ever. And I was at, <laughs> I was like working at the bar that I used to work at, and I stopped, and I was like, guys, all of you have to listen to it. I promise I wasn't working that night. I was just there. I just, I was tipsy, was not working. Um, but I put it on the jukebox. Yes. And ready. And immediately they figured out what song it was and they grow. Like it was, there was just this res- resonating groan. And um, unfortunately, it became a habit with me that I would reach a certain level of um, drunk <laughs> and I would put that song on at the bar. And that's how everybody knew. They're like, August <laughs> is done. <laughs> Amazing. It's Bolton time. Like this, this is very dark. Um, but a good friend of mine passed away last mm. year. He's mentioned on the record, like in, in memory of, and oh, <laughs> so the day after he died, we were all a little drunk at the bar. So we were missing him and it got late. And one of my friends was crying and I still put it on because I <laughs> oh. wanted to listen to it so bad. <sighs> Oh my heart! (laughs) I haven't said that out loud to anybody before. (laughs) Like we're all mourning, and I was like, "Can we all please listen? How am I supposed to live without you, by Michael Bolton?" I think it's. I think it's fucking great. What? Okay. Sincerely, it is such a great song to sing. Like the melody feels so. It feels so good. Yes, it does. Um, like that that high live that how am I supposed to live without you? It's so good. Um, I want to do a River Bees version so bad one day. Oh God, but, yes. <laughs> but also, I'm going to paint a picture for you here. Okay. Okay. 
So you are a person mm, that has a friend okay. who you know is in love with okay. you and you try to ignore it and it's like whatever. Mm. And so you find a significant other and you're having a beautiful, lovely time. You told a friend that you're dating someone new. This person finds out you're dating someone new, bursts into your house <laughs> and goes, how am I supposed to live without you? Like, it's, it, it's, I, it's so it's a lot it is certainly a lot yeah (laughs) he said i had to hear it straight from you like he so that implies he went to the house i'm guessing and burst in and went is this and from the look upon your face you're right i've never this is my fault for not really sitting with these lyrics ever because that's this song is happening you're like you're this is not a ref like he's not reflecting back you're here in the moment with michael bolton he did it and mm-hmm. the like and he's doing it right now yeah that is how am i supposed to live without you now that i've been loving you so long how am i supposed to live without it you it's funny when all that i've been living for <laughs> is, is gone. Just gone i mean and he just says this to you like you're like in the middle of a sandwich <laughs> and he just comes in and you're like all you've been living for you had some hobbies, like that's right this is toxic right, michael you need therapy like, that's the problem <laughs> You have a parasocial relationship with me. The- Birth by sleep is a direct <laughs> reaction to how am I supposed to live without you? Oh my god, that's so very I'm good. I'm answering his question. You're sung to Michael Bolton specifically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just the line from the look upon your face, I see it's true, is that much better it's, it's with the image of <laughs> holding a sandwich, like eating a sandwich. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like yeah i've been dating him for like a week and a half we got coffee like relax. what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> relax intense. that is i'm really i'm so i'm so thankful for this podcast and i'm so thankful that you understood what we meant when we said like bring some songs that you really want to talk about and didn't try to like because this my whole worldview has been changed <laughs> and also in the bridge he oh my god what is the fucking line he's like oh my god uh, like how am I supposed to live now that all my like dreams are gone? Like, <laughs> eating a sandwich. <laughs> this is why you don't date people who don't have hobbies of their own because oh this God. is what yeah. happens. Yeah. And I love this stupid song. <laughs> He's a bazillionaire off of this too. Like, and he should be. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, but just the. Try and talk shit. I just well, the problem is that now you've also rewritten where I do think what happened is he did bust it on somebody while they were like eating their their wawa hoagie that they, eating their river sandwich. Actually, I'm so sorry. You're right. That's, I'm not. I'm not involved in marketing um, normally, so that was that was my bad. We'll fix that. We'll fix that in post. Okay. That's all right. That's fine. Their beef and cheddar, just like a little bit, just like a dollop of cheddar, just like on their chin. Yeah. He's like, oh, we lost Caleb. How am I going to know the price I'm going to pay for free? Can you pass me the horsey sauce? Yeah, she's like reaching for a napkin around him because he's like at the counter. But he's also not crying, I think is really, he's too proud for that. No. He's just, and then he's just not that your dreams have come true. He's, sure he's like, well, how am I supposed to know this? Because your dream came true. So, like, it's like, how do you know what her dream was? Obviously, you don't have a close enough relationship for this to be happening. And you're assuming to know her aspirations and things. This is very unhealthy. It is. Yes. Welcome to my thesis on the psychoanalysis of how am I supposed to live without you and the toxicity of parasocial <laughs> relationships. 
There's the that's the clip for this week, by the way. I hope you're okay with that because that's a hundred percent what everybody's gonna hear before they hear Perfect. anything else from the episode. Good. I say, like, you know, in, in this house, uh, we don't use uh, like traditional slurs relating to mental health, but it, one would uh, tend to say that someone busting into someone's house while they're eating a sandwich and saying, how am I supposed to live without you, is in fact a little crazy. It's a little unhealthy, for and sure. And there's your segue. Thank you. I was like, who said a slur? What? Like, this is not where are we going with this? <gasps> this is, had- we're right back on to gay is not a... <laughs> I had to build the picture this for is not you. not the podcast I thought I'd have to worry about somebody accidentally saying a slur. <laughs> My God. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Nobody's saying any slurs. <laughs> Crazy. Great. I'm going to have to fucking make a notes app for nothing. I just know. Just have it. it ready. Just have it ready to go. I always do. This is going to be, this is the podcast that gets us all canceled. It's fine. I got to do my follow-up episode. Canceled. You got to do this. It's Your album sales are going to go through the roof. So that's, anyway. Wow. Hate that. You can either be a great person and nobody will know who you are, or you can get canceled and be famous. That's an awful choice. You're, you know what? Here's You're going to be, well, Michael Bolton, hold on. I was going to say you're going to be the first person to prove him wrong, but I, I don't think, I think Michael Bolton is mostly. Michael Bolton's not problematic. No, other than busting him when I'm trying to have my lunch. But otherwise. He's, oh, well, yeah, obviously. He's, but that's, that's like fine. He's grown. It's yeah. been nine, that was 1983. Exactly. I think we can like give some grace. Yeah. Um, How about Kehlani? But but now now crazy, he just watches however, movies. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Right. I'm just Michael Bolton. Yeah, we're all Michael Bolton, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all little Michael Bolton. Um, his name was Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard being so funny. It's my first. <laughs> You're so brave. Oh, oh, just so brave. I'm so brave. Um, here, I, I thought I was lying. segueing, and it just gave us a whole yeah. other topic just, to, to, you, to dive you down. Just, no, it's but fine. We're back. We're back. Um, we're back. Everything's fine. All right. So, so Kilani, mm-hmm. this song um, has been like my. I don't. I have a like a playlist of like my anthems, I guess, that are just like quintessential August core. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael Bolton's on it. We're not going to spend too much time. But this song particularly by Kilani is on there. Um, and I love to listen to it while I'm like doing specifically musical shit. Um, uh, like when Baseless dropped, it was the first song that I put on right after because it just like <laughs> makes it makes me feel like how so far I'm seeing Baseless has been making people uh-huh. feel which is like i'm not going to talk about it too much because it actually gets me kind of emotional that anybody has that kind of connection with it but like when i listen to crazy by kilani i like i there's the way that it opens and the lyrics in particular like i just connect to so much which is so silly it's like everything i do i do it with a passion if i'm gonna bitch be a bitch i'm gonna be a bad one and i'm like (laughs) me my me my little tiny like white ass and a team jacob shirt i'm like Yeah. Baby, 
tryna count me out though. I'm just counting, counting blessings. A real woman by the paper. Niggas don't know where I came from. Why I really, really came up. You never could say I'm lacking. All the shit I've been through only made me more of an assassin. I kill him, I kill him, I kill him with compassion. And baby, if they asking, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. I love, I like, it's it just that album, Sweet Sexy Savage, is probably like, I would argue and say maybe my favorite album of all yeah. time. Okay. Um, so it was hard to choose a song from that because I knew I was going uh-huh. to, but that, it just like, it fucks. Like, you listen to it, and by the end of it, like, I don't see how anyone could like lack self confidence after that song ends. Yeah. I don't it, know. It, it's it just feels good. Yeah, absolutely. This is a song that had me Google birth charts today, though. Um, they're like super cool too um like gosh just my dream is if if i met kimani i'd be like please please do a song with me it's not gonna be good please do (laughs) can i give you a just like i I know again i'm not a musician i'm really not even like in business at all but don't (laughs) say it's not gonna be good that's my only my only tip fair okay leave that part out you're my manager you got it that's um but yeah this album's great the song's great it also um was shown to me by like one of my dearest friends who lives in virginia so when i listen to the album i do think of my friend <laughs> it, like makes me feel good because yeah. i miss her all the time um god the song just fucks like if i listen to it on public i'm like <laughs> Fuck yeah. hell yeah kimani thanks for this it's it's hard um, not to i also uh, i'm like an alien fuck a mercedes i came in a spaceship is it's just a perfect lyric to me. Like, I, 
I, I just they're great. Killarney's that's great. all I have. Like I don't even have no notes on that one. Like that is just a perfect no lyric. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I love like Killarney's never ever made a song that I didn't like. Like it's something so like I think that's my favorite. The more I talk about them, the more I'm like. I think Kilani's my favorite artist of all time, but then I do it with Fallout Boy too, and I'm like, <laughs> I feel that way about so. some of the things where I'm like, like it depends on what, what I've listened to most recently and what I've talked about most recently. That thing will be my favorite thing. So today, for now, yeah. Kilani can be your favorite. I back that. Perfect. Yeah, thank you, Caleb. Okay. I back that. I also I, I love that you, you said that you made the comparison of like the the. Uh, reaction people are having to your song to like how you react to this song because in a lot of ways there really is a lot of the same energy uh in this even though they're they're like musically very different songs but like they hit in a lot of the same ways so that's yeah. fucking cool had to learn oh, how sick. to use, I didn't even, like, think about that. had to learn how to use a ratchet like you're like, people are crazy about baseball bats right now all because of you same thing I, I really hope that i cause a spike in the baseball bat industry <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i'm gonna be a baseball i'm gonna be the best. i kill him with swagness is a great yeah. line it's fucking They're, like kilani is like out of this world mm-hmm. in their writing like uh, well, it's, i could do a whole podcast on kilani because they, they came in a spaceship literally out of this world not an aquarius not an aquarius i don't understand not even in their chart as far <laughs> as i could find anyway <laughs> Oh my goodness! I this this is this is the energy that left the dial has been lacking. Andrea's uh, looking at star charts on the artists yeah. that we're discussing. A couple of I loud it. queers just yelling at Caleb. It's fine. It's coming locked Listen. and loaded, ready to go. I love a star chart conversation. I know baseless is my Aries moon popping there out. Go. There you go. Coming out like hello, I'm cre- I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna kill you. Um, yeah. Cute. <laughs> Uh, perfect. Right, so, <laughs> I know we didn't really talk about. I feel like that's what needed to be said, though, right? Like people are going to hear the song, so they're going to know you're right, and then hopefully mm-hmm. they'll just go listen to every other song on this on this album and everything else that they've done, right? I sure hope so. Yeah. Oh, they better, um, or else I'm going to be sad. And yes, there will be a pop quiz on Monday. Thank you. So, listeners, so grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Get with it, uh, August. We've got we've got one more track from from this that uh, that we need to talk about. And personally, I feel like the part of the title of this really uh, captures the energy of this whole episode. But we'll get there before we go out on, on this last track. Uh, <laughs> you've, you've got stuff coming up. You're you're you're, uh, uh, you're you've got a new record coming out, and obviously we've, we've been talking about it. Tell us everything. What what do you have to plug? Shows coming up. Uh, obviously, the record. Tell us when that's coming out. Anything and everything going on in your life. We want to hear about it. So, you can find me on all socials. It's River B P H L. That's R I V E R B Y P H L. It's not River by. I'm very sorry that so many people think this, and I never corrected a person. I thought putting a B in my Twitter name would be enough, but nope. Um, and then, Baseless came out February 10th. Birth by Sleep came out yesterday. February 24th. Uh, If you're listening to this on the moment, I have a show tonight at Original 13 Cider Works with uh, Nice and Elephant Jake. So you should come. Um, Big fans over here. And then we'll we'll make sure to tweet and share that like crazy. It's going to be dope. Awesome. Yay. Um, And then coming up, uh, you can see me live uh, at Asbury Park for Chris 
Chris Gethard's uh, live comedy show for New Jersey is the Hell world. Yes. Playing, uh, a Springsteen cover I did not know would get me this kind of attention. <laughs> and maybe a few songs that you have heard, and maybe a few that aren't even going to be singles for their albums. So you might want to hear some deep cuts. Ooh. Um, it's going to be weird and it's going to be fun. And I'm really excited. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to use all my banter. So excited. <laughs> weird and fun is what we've been going for for New Jersey as the world. These live shows have been bananas. Listeners, if they've listened to any episode I've been on lately, know about New Jersey as the world enough that we don't have to give too much of that. But if you listen to um, February's episode of South Jersey is also the world over on our Patreon, um, you'll hear um, me talking about Riverbee's absolutely gorgeous cover of Atlantic City. And so we talked about that um, on the episode. And then the next day, Gethard um, texted me. was like, are you friends with Riverbay? I want to ask them to come do this song. And I was like, oh, you That's hold so on. Dope. Like, just, just. <laughs> Literally, I got that email and I thought it was scam. <laughs> I looked at it. Like, like how, like those Instagram memes come up where it's like fake Robert Pattinson being yeah. like, this is Robert Pattinson, the actor. I need $10,000 to do a Twilight movie or something. <laughs> I looked at it and I was just like. No. Why the fuck not is the, Lance Hendrickson not emailing me? the person that I literally <laughs> cried to crying at the Wawa. No, I can't do the Wawa. I, think I, told, I told you this already, August, but that um, song has been in my Tinder bio for years. That's why, like, I think I told you that. I think that... that I used to... It's a fond memory. Um, my little cousin Avery and I would listen to it in the car when, like, we would be mm-hmm. driving around, like, going to a movie or something. So, I like... I, I love connecting songs with people. It's very... special to me even fictional or not Mm -hmm. for some reason i like always have to attach something so crying at the wall reminds me of my cousin whom i love who i told i was going to be on the show and she immediately was like what the actual well if (laughs) if she wants to come listeners if you want to come it's wednesday or it's the first wednesday of every month we'll be there but this month march is the only time you'll get to see riverby um at the show and tickets uh you can go to newjerseyisaworld.com um, a couple of things that I haven't been able to talk about until this episode because we didn't have it all locked down um, before. But again, Riverview will be there. That is reason enough. Um, we're also going to be playing karaoke. We're going to be playing a game that involves karaoke and a shock collar, correct, on Gethard? Yeah. It's a fucking shock collar? Yeah. It's a oh puppy. Oh, the internet's going to eat this there, shit yeah. up. Oh, yeah. oh it's going to no, be. Not a collar. <laughs> Listen. I, God, all the E-kids are going to come out. Just, just wait. If they want to buy tickets, they're, they're invited. The Jersey Devil will be there. He was here last month. Jersey Devil. Sad guy from Patterson, just as we learned. Take a picture with the Jersey Absolutely. Devil? Absolutely, yeah. Um, Wait, is it like a costume? <laughs> it's the Jersey Devil, August. But yes, maybe. Is it a dude in a Jersey Devil t-shirt with wings and a mask? Maybe. Oh. Um, but uh, oh, So what we've learned is that the Jersey Devil is just kind of like a sad dude from Patterson. He told us he auditioned for the Front Bottoms. Um, and what we learned was that what he actually did was play bass outside of one of their houses. He's a comedian named Nick Fierro who plays our Jersey Devil. Oh, it's fake. Is it fake? Yeah. It's a fake character. <gasps> Holy shit. I thought this was like a real person that you invited because oh, like. Oh, he thinks there. It's, so there's a. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds like a dangerous human. We should not. <laughs> a comedian named uh, Nick Fierro, who's lovely. He plays our Jersey okay. Devil. He's only been there once. I <sighs> just realized that was not probably clear for our listeners either. But um, <sighs> uh, so he's just a sad guy who wants to feel included in a lonely world. He's lovely. We're going to give him a chance. Um, the front bottoms are going to be at the show. He's going to get the chance Don't to say that. play bass, and uh, and we'll see how he does. I mean, you know, 
this might this might change his life. Who knows? Um, also, boost uh, slushy machine. Um, if y- <laughs> that's this is the biggest reaction we we've gotten from August so far. I am North Jersey does not know about boost. Oh and listeners outside of New Jersey don't know about Boost, God. but Boost is a drink. It is a um, soda adjacent. Oh, it's like the fucking nectar. It's like an oasis. Thank you. <laughs> and I've been singing wow, nectar of the gods. Yes, I've been singing its praises on New Jersey as well. It's been my my biggest project. We're getting a slushy machine, and so if you come to the show, you can have yourself a Boost slushy. Watch um, Riverbeak several crush. So, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> The show, watch Gethard get shocked a bunch of times and watch um, the Jersey Devil audition for the front bottoms. It's going to be like fully bananas. I can't wait. And I'm so excited Can that you're going to be there. get shocked? <laughs> Not like even on it. I just want to see what I it's mean, like. You can, I, you. We'll see, okay, yeah. we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to, Speaking of things that are shocking. <laughs> Perfect. One quick question just for. If you want, I don't know who's going to be playing with you. Is it anybody that you want to plug their stuff? Oh, I'm going to plug Katie. Um, Katie's going to be coming, who did all the other vocal stuff on the cover, too. Red. So Katie... From um, uh, the Lunar Year, yeah. who we're big fans of here, too. Yeah, so Lunar Year is going to be coming right. down and doing maybe a few songs with me, because she's also on the record. Um, I won't spoil too much. <laughs> but yeah, she's going to be down there. Please listen to the Lunar Year. It's my favorite so shit fantastic. ever. We are going to be having a record release show on April 16th. So a while. We, I've planned this out because I want it to be kind of warm. I'm not doing it in the fucking winter. <laughs> Nobody can make me. Um, uh, we're doing that at the Grape Room in Philly. And the Lunar Year will be playing yes, uh, their own set of shit, too. So Perfect. I'm always plugging them. I'm on another Amy Poehler <laughs> in Mean Girls for Katie. Excellent. Perfect. Awesome. And then some other um, friends to run the show out. And we'll... Um, Hopefully we'll see everybody there. NewJerseyIsTheWorld.com, leftofthedial.fm for everything we've got going on. Um, we've got sessions coming up with, uh, oh, we just had Teenage Bigfoot. We've got um, Scream Cloud and Dear Forbidden and Take Today all coming up, plus lots more. So head over there. I'm at AQ Andrea Q. Caleb is at Caleb Micah. Yeah. Hey, so we've got one more song, and then... And then it's party time. And then it's party time. Yeah, August, thank you so, <laughs> so much for doing this. Let's talk about Seesaw by uh, BTS. I have been waiting years for this moment. <laughs> and I mean that this time. <laughs> I think this is our, our first uh, K-pop moment 100%. on Left of the Dial yep. as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Listen, well I'm done. not gonna lie. I fucking love BTS. I've loved them for like a few years now. <laughs> they fucking rule i just like from the moment i heard like i can't remember which song it was the first time i heard them i was like this 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 heavily fucks this is wild and like i saw i listened to them like throughout the years and that specific album that seesaw is on um apparently every album they do like solo songs by each member um i listened to this album and this song in particular is <laughs> done by my favorite member of the group too name is sugar he has rap mixtapes aside from bts that are just like fucking nuts Uh. funny enough his rapper name is august d (laughs) what (laughs) and i'm august g his mate fate (laughs) well it's because sugar backwards is august (laughs) august anyway oh my god that's so funny 
so funny. And then, but his like rap shit is like heavy. It's so good. I like, he's one of my favorite rappers in general, but this song on the record, the first time I heard it, I was like, that doesn't sound like anything else that I one kind of like heard and two specifically like from this group and like him. And I found out that (laughs) it wasn't even made into like almost the deadline that they had to do for their solo songs. And the girl who's singing on it is one of his producer friends who doesn't sing, like didn't they do vocals needed, really. And then whoa. and he needed a demo of it and she did it and he kept it. That's, That's amazing. It's it's just like such a it's so good. Like there's something about it. I can listen to it on repeat for like hours because it's just like vibes. Yeah. Um I knew like I th- the lyrical content's good. Yeah, I, I said, thought I with that. <laughs> oh we keep doing it. <laughs> no, you good, you good. <laughs> I was say with uh with uh, without knowing the the lyrics, just listening to the song itself, it just feels extremely sensual. <laughs> it's not. I love that for you. <laughs> so now, now I'm gonna going to go read the lyrics and see like that's so how wrong that perception <laughs> is because even, listening to it is like it's a breakup song. Mm, yeah, like this. <laughs> like, get it, and then like no, read the lyrics like oh, it's like, actually kind of sad. <laughs> oh no, it's about yeah. sugar. no, it's about how their relationship is a seesaw, and one of them finally needs to get off it, <laughs> and the other one's just trying to finish their sandwich, and the other one. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I'd never, uh, I think I thought I'd heard <laughs> BTS and had decided I didn't like them. And I'm, we have, we have a staunch no guilty pleasures policy here at Left of the Dial. Yes. Um, since my, um, uh, since I've become co-host. Um, so I don't, it's not because like, whatever. This song, I was like, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, I, I maybe I've just so never heard good. them before, and I had some impression, because the internet is terrible, um, that I wasn't well, gonna... Well, their singles are also, like, their singles are obviously gonna be, like, the ones that are, like, that, right. and, like, butter and shit, uh, and, like, what? all those those because they have, I'm not gonna lie, okay, I'm about to just fucking <laughs> out myself <laughs> here as, like, a giant BTS <laughs> fan, but they have, like, like B songs and especially like their mixtapes, like that sounds so different from like that. Interesting. Like whatever, uh, what what was the one fucking song that they just like fucking had? Dynamite. Like it's so different than like what they put on the radio. Mm-hmm. Like it's so many. Like they have a song called Spring Day that's been like at the top of the Korean um like Billboard every single year since it's come out because it's such a slow, sad song Ooh. that reminds them all of a ferry accident that happened oh in Korea. God. Oh, wow. Like, literally. Like, there's there's layers to this shit. Um, but, I don't know. I heard this song in particular, and the bass, it, that song was one of the first songs I played the bass to because, one, it's easy, and two, it's just, that bass line fucks. Capital F. <laughs> and... Love I just I love this fucks. fucking song. I saw BTS in concert when this album came out with oh, my yes. friends. One of them was the one who lives in Virginia that showed me Kalani, funny enough, and went to the concert and the choreography, like obviously he performed mm-hmm. it and the, it was just so fucking good. It was the like one of the things that stood out to me the most. And now this is like my favorite song of all time. Yeah, I mean, and, I get it. Um, I have uh, like on the Riverby band camp, there's a small like little demo thing that i made it has like five stupid acoustic songs that i put out there but there's one on it called and if you do buy it i'm gonna plug this a little yep, bit right please. now if you do buy it every penny goes to the philadelphia uh like bailout oh, hell yeah so for the bail mm-hmm. fund and all that so 
So it's a good thing to pick up if you want to. But there's a song on it called On My Own that I literally wrote because of Seesaw, like as a direct almost response. I love this song. It's so good. So (laughs) so just to be clear before we before we leave then, Birth by Sleep response to Michael Bolton's How Am I Supposed to Live Without You? (laughs) And the demo is called, would you say On My Own? Yeah, On My Um, Own. Direct response to BTS Seesaw. And then we have baseless, oh. which is too crazy. Exactly. I I love this like, extended Riverbee universe that you're developing. It's very exciting. Yeah, I guess. Oh my god. Yeah. So wow. Funny. Crazy. No. Um, yeah, but I just the, these songs like they all just make me equal levels of happy mm-hmm. by and they're all like so specifically different. But that's like the vibe I wanted to give. It's like each song makes me the happiest I've ever been, and they're so weird when they're put together perfect so great yeah you you really you i keep wanting to say i'm like turning into mom on facebook but like you really did understand the the assignment what we asked you to do and you just you crushed it so thank you so much this was so fun um we'll put links to everything we'll keep sharing everything that you're doing and making sure that um people um are I was going to say making sure people are listening. They don't need us to make sure that they're listening, but we'll keep reminding people to, yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else anybody needs to Caleb? Do we do all the housekeeping stuff? Feels like it. Feels like it. Okay. If not, they'll get it in the show notes. There you go. That, that's literally what they're, what they're there for, to catch anything that we forgot. And also probably for other reasons too, yeah. but you know. We'll link to everything. Who, who has day. time to remember things? That's right. Yeah, I've never remembered anything in my never life. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I'm not about to start <laughs> now. Absolutely so not. Much. So yeah, um, he, yeah, this has been Left of the Dial. I have been Andrea. Caleb has been Coy. August has been Riverby and will continue to be Riverby and Riverby. And you're going to hear um, Seesaw by BTS and we'll catch you all next week. Is anyone else hungry for a sandwich now? <laughs> <laughs> Only if somebody's professing their love to me. <laughs>
서로 나쁜 새끼인 되기 싫게 애매한 책임 전가에 연속해 지친 만큼 지쳐 서대로 평행이 됐네 이런 평행을 바란 건 아닌데 처음에는 누가 더 무거운지 자랑하면 서로를 바라보며 웃지 이제는 누가 무거운지를 두고 경쟁을 하게 되었네 들여다온 말 보시 누군가는 Hold up, hold up, nigga, I'm the nation. 